the watch goes beep. David, a brisk 15 minute power walk right now and you will close your ring. <laughs> I had no idea my ring was open. <laughs> but I live in St Kilda, guys. A brisk 15 minute power walk, 11.30 at night. My ring's going to get a lot more open, I believe. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to my podcast, Too Far, where I talk about comedians that push the envelope or politics that goes too far. Basically, we let rip, let out any material we haven't been able to and have a good laugh. It's a safe space, so if you want to sue me, fuck off. And today's guest is, well, he doesn't really need an introduction, does he? You've seen him everywhere. He's an Australian icon. He's been a mentor and agony aunt to me for many, many years. He stole Judith Lucy's hairstyle, and we're lucky enough to have him here today. It is Dave Hughes. Welcome. Thank you, Nikki. Yes, no, I've no longer got Judith Lucy's hairstyle, I believe. So I love your hair like that. I'm finding that the more mature and distinguished you look, the hotter you look, like you're, you're doing the silver fox thing. You're getting better and better with age. Look, I do appreciate that, and it does seem to be a, a I'm not going to say it's a popular opinion, but I'm just saying I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it, and I'm, and I'm happy with it, and I'll, I'll own that. And what does Holly think? Holly's Dave's wife. What does she think? Well, we've been together 20 years, so she's, I mean, she's, she doesn't she's, care anymore. She says, you've always been hot. And I said, thank you, honey. She says, I wouldn't be with you if you weren't. So, and I appreciate that as well. Oh, bless <laughs> her. How's, how's it going? You, so you're still, stand, you're doing stand-up all the time. You're That's your thing. Like you're addicted to stand-up. You can't get enough of it. It's in your blood. I think you've got too much iron. That's why you have to do stand-up all the time because <laughs> you've got too much iron in your blood. I've got hemochromatosis. So, so I've got hemochromatosis and it's um, something I don't check very often, which is a blood. it's some sort of genetic thing that you, you're not very good at getting rid of iron out of your blood. So it's good for me because I'm a vegan. So, so you've got endless energy. Well... I do have a lot of energy. I'm tired most of the time as well, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you do do a fair bit. But that's what I was going to say. Uh, have you recorded your new special yet or are you about to do it? No, I have. I recorded it um, last Saturday, actually. So, yeah, that's going to be on Amazon uh, in, I think, October. They're, la- they're launching that. So, so you've been doing stand-up for a long, long, long time. And you, how have you found the changing landscape? Do you still feel like you can push the boundaries and say really, really naughty, inappropriate stuff when you're on stage? Or because you've been with the network for so long, do you find that you keep it within guidelines now? No, I don't think I've really worried about, you know, the changing uh, sensibilities that much, to be honest. So not really a lot has changed in my act from what I used to do. So, yeah, I just go for it. Do you ever touch politics? 
in your stand-up. I haven't seen you touch politics. Oh, look, the lockdown made me touch politics, absolutely. So um, over the last two years, especially being based in uh, Melbourne in that time, well, you know, between 20 and 2021, 20, I was certainly really annoyed at a lot of the uh, government decisions. So, yeah, I, I would touch that a lot on um uh on like online on twitter and stuff i was very vocal on twitter for quite a while so i've uh copped a lot of flack on twitter so to this day whenever i'm on tv my the twitter just blows up and i trend number one with people slagging me off basically so that's it's really all stemmed from being annoyed at the victorian government which is it's quite tedious really but um get in line my God, didn't 500,000 people leave Victoria during lockdown? I think it was something like 500,000 have left. Yeah, it was the longest lockdown in the world, I think. So, I mean, people were annoyed. Yeah. Fair enough. And, and now everyone's just <laughs> yeah. getting on with life and not worrying about you know, record infections and people dying. And the government's forgotten about that now, forgotten about what they were about, apparently. And the whole thing is absolutely ridiculous and was the whole way through basically well then you've still got your 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 dan andrews fan club like there are women that think he's hot and we i don't i i hear i am straight into politics but um we we joke actually it was my son my 10 year old son said the victorians have dan syndrome which well (laughs) i think it's anyone who ends up on tv a lot can uh, end up being popular i don't know whatever i'm just happy for the government to be in the background is where we want them to be don't want them front and center like making ridiculous rules 24 7 which are so um you You can't have their twitter trending more than yours I don't look. I I've actually stopped even looking at Twitter because I can't be bothered with it. So, and again, I don't even want to talk politics really ever. But it's, that we were sort of made to during that time because they were making decisions which were affecting everyday life, uh, you know, to a crazy degree. So, you know, we're very happy to never talk politics as long as they stay out of our lives as much as possible. Yeah, I'm so glad I went on the jungle and suffered so I could sell my national tour that was shut down on March 13th. <laughs> Look, I mean, it, it happened worldwide. So it wasn't just in Australia, but, I mean, the whole world's basically got over it now and moved on to the next thing, it would seem. So uh, as a world, we seem to be uh, have short attention spans. <laughs> All of a sudden, what was important yesterday is not important today. So it's important to keep a perspective as that everything will pass and uh, don't get too uh, caught up in any of the BS that uh, is going on at the current moment. See, that's what I've found you're really good at because I call you a lot, usually whinging, venting, lost and confused and wondering, you know, should I text you like two weeks ago going, well, have you ever wanted to just quit, just retire? And you're like, why are you retiring, Nikki? Because I'm, I'm such a pain in the ass, sorry. But, yeah, but I mean, again, um, comedy is such a... Uh, a needed thing in everyone's life so just keep laughing at the silliness and you know what when things don't work out it, it's funnier to other people than when it does work out so you'll get more comedy out of failure than you will out of success so as long it's, as you can it's true it's true because when I was on the up and everything was going great and everything was lining up perfectly I didn't write a thing because I had nothing to write so um now that I've had a bit of a 
turn. Well, not mind you, a lot of people would say you're doing the best you've ever done, but you know, I don't feel that way. But anyway, um, <laughs> all of a sudden, all the all the comedy's starting to come out. You know, there's nothing like being on OnlyFans and then auditioning for you know award-winning directors whilst dealing with your autistic son at school to make you have a good laugh at the end of the day. The tabs I've got open, fuck. Oh, you know what I did the other day? The director of the miniseries that I auditioned for, I screenshot our conversation, like mine and his conversation, to send to my manager. Yes. I sent it to him with a comment. Like you send it idiot. to the director and you're meant to send it to yeah. your manager. I screenshot the director's conversation with me and sent it to the director. <laughs> right, that is dangerous. You've got to be very <laughs> careful about who you're sending I, messages to. Too many tabs open. This is the thing. I've got too many tabs. I'm trying to re-pivot my career. I'm trying to work out where I belong. I'm starting to wonder if being controversial is a very good idea anymore because it's not very brand friendly in a, in this landscape. This is what I'm going through. Like controversial comedians, do you think that's a dumb idea? Do you think I'm making dumb decisions by pushing the envelope because I'm scary to sponsors? Oh, look, you might lose a few sponsors along the journey if you say something that is makes you trending. I haven't had a lot of ad offers in the last few months, but, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. But, you know what, you want to express your truth as much as possible. That's the main thing you want to do. I mean, obviously you want to make a living at the same time, so hopefully you can do both. But um, I just wouldn't worry about any of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't have to worry with your six houses and your your iconic status, but I'm I I do have to worry, especially you know I'm, I'm in my 40s and I'm a mum, which automatically makes people think, oh, she's desperate if she's still trying now. And then you know I'm pushing it, and then I'm you know ah, oh, I, I thought Bush Barbie would be the perfect candidate for Bonza Airlines. You know they're su- setting up a new airline Bonza on airlines. the Sunshine Coast. Bonza Airlines, and they wanted ambassadors. And I'm like, hello, Bush Barbie. Um, yeah, no, they don't want to touch me. Well, I mean, I didn't know Bonza Airlines existed, so you're promoting them for free here. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> like... Um, fuck them. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. But that, just, I don't know. I, I go through patches where I'm super brand friendly. In fact, I was being really uh, subversive during the whole lockdown and that was when things were getting cut through and trending and all that. I'm like, oh, this is what people want. People want honesty. They want pure honesty. But now I don't think they do. <laughs> I'm not sure they do. Well, but what do you want? You know, what makes you laugh? I think that's the main thing to worry about. Don't I think we should overthink what other people want or that, what they're thinking because we've got to remember that other people aren't thinking about us at all. They're just not. They're thinking about themselves. So... No one looks at you and thinks you're a mum in your forties. They don't. They don't think at all. So you know, the people don't give a shit. So just you know, just make yourself laugh and then and see what happens. I think that's all you can do. And then just watch the money roll in. You're going okay. It's not as if you just fun. crack with. I am doing all right. I oh, know. I'm complaining, aren't I? And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So actually, someone commented on one of my posts the other day. It was one of my kind of edgy things about lockdown. And um, 
this chick who clearly had been harbouring resentment towards me for some time finally goes, well, anyone who, you know, deserted Victorians during lockdown, I hope they do die or something or other. So then I get, she was trying to make a joke. So then I get their spot on the train. So there's extra seats. You're right. And I'm like, and I'm like, you can have your seats, darling. We we drive Jags. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm doing all right. I know. I'm just I'm creating content here. Casey. I'm trying to make people. <laughs> I'm trying to make people feel sorry for me before I go and tart up my second house for for renting. Uh, <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, you've got you to um, you gotta find something, don't you? Because what else can I talk about? What else can we talk about? Well, we can talk about the fact that this is reverbing and I can hearing myself back every time I speak, so I'm really just like, kind of... Oh, really? Is it? I've got a two-second reverb on when I'm speaking. So, <laughs> so it's very oh, hard no. for me to hear you at all. <laughs> Probably a benefit you hear half of what I say. But I hear myself twice, which is the problem. <laughs> now you know how we feel. We see on 10 and then we see on 10 play. Then we hear on the radio, we hear you three times. Dave, the producer, is going to see if he can reset it up so it's not reverbing. Oh, my tinnitus is so bad today. Fuck, I'm old. My tooth is going. My tinnitus is going. Ah! So, okay. I just got a text from Jeremy. Um just while you were trying to sort out your tech issues. He says, one idea you could do on OnlyFans is the wish upon a star idea. So ask your followers to pick something they want you to wear from Wish and then order it and post a picture. Could be funny. <laughs> yeah, right. So maybe they want... They... Are you seeing Wish? Well, I don't, I don't, like, spend much time on shopping websites and I'm not a, an online shopper, so probably my wife is seen things suggested on Wish, but I, I did not know Wish existed and I I do not click online and so nothing gets suggested to me because I know I'm not going to buy anything, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, gra- I'm glad I brought that up then. Well, I mean, right. I, yeah, um, if they, I think if you, you know, you want to be on OnlyFans and people want to want you to wear a Batwoman uh, costume, I'm certainly not against that and you can wear that and if they want to pay money. I could be, I could be. Yeah, the the gimp from Gimpy. From Gimpy, <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, Gimpy the town. I was thinking Gimpy the was there, Is there a movie called Gimpy? No, there's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be. I am at the stage of pivot in my career, so that could be what I write next. <laughs> so, how did your audition go for the the big mini series? Did it was it good? It was. It was. I thought I was awesome. But then again, I think a lot of what I do is awesome and then, don't know. But, no, it was good. And I've worked with the director before when yeah. I played Delvine Delaney. So he likes me. Yeah, so, I just, I guess, so we, yeah. No, it was good. So do you have to wait or do you, when will you know whether you got the part or not? Yeah. I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about the miniseries. So we should probably re-divert. Isn't this talk about anything <laughs> in the prob- podcast? <laughs> Well, that's what I thought because, like, no one's, no one's checking. Hang on. I'm just seeing if it's a private and confidential email. Oh, my phone's forgot my face again. <laughs> you know, that happens. Like, I'll get up in the morning and sometimes it doesn't recognize me. It just, without the hair and makeup, it just goes, who's this? Yeah, oh, I know 
I know I've had a bad night's sleep when my phone does not recognize me. In <laughs> fact, there was the, the woman who ran the coffee shop across from my kid's school back in Melbourne. She was always so lovely to me and she knew everything about me. And they had my show posters up, you know, for when I was doing Bad Barbie. And then one day I was having an absolute shock of a day and I felt sick as a dog. But I went in there and started talking to her about the show and the posters. And she's like, oh, do you know Nikki? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> she, how could she like, not recognise your face from the – you don't look much I different look than the posters. I pretty bad. Oh, I look – no, but just every day. She'd see me every day. I looked that bad that, she, yeah. Do you know Nikki? I am Nikki. Oh, that's funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what it's like. Actually, everyone would know you. Well, they do. It doesn't yeah. mean they care, though. You know, I, I once recently, and this is true, I, um, I, I'd gone to Madame Two Swords a while ago in Sydney with the family, and people seriously were giving me that look like I was one of the wax statues. So it gave me the idea, and they to actually go there and, and just get a microphone and just stand there and see if I could really con people into thinking I was a wax statue at Madame Tussauds. So I did, and <laughs> um, and I conned a lot of people. But the most confronting ones were the ones who walked past. And one bloke walked past, and he was there with his wife, and he says to his wife, oh, that's Husey. And uh, his wife said, do you want a photo? And he said, nah, fuck that. And it was, made me feel terrible. You know, so. I wanted to hit him over there with the microphone. Oh, that's hard because you get that online where people comment on your post about something or your sketch or your whatever, and people comment like you you don't exist yeah. on your own page. It's like that, but in real life because okay. that doesn't really ever happen in real life. Yeah, no, it can happen. On, on the subject of uh, online posts, i tell you the worst thing to do is when there's a pile on on someone else that's not you and you're and you're enjoying it and you scroll down with all these nasty comments about someone else. I remember I was scrolling yeah. someone's uh, pile on and uh, and then I, I probably was probably 50 comments in before I got to this comment. The, the only person less funny than this guy is Dave Hughes. So I was like, I deserved that because I'd kept strolling and I'd kept looking. Yeah, so. you were looking. Yeah. You were looking. I was in, I was reveling in someone else's misery and uh, and, then it, and I got, you, a, you got a reminder that you shouldn't do that. It's funny how that happens. Like you always get the little sting if you relish in someone else's demise. Somehow something happens. <laughs> it does. Honestly, I do believe in instant karma because it does happen and it happens to me and I'll start doing it. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Because I know that I'm about to like <laughs> slam a finger in the door or ding my jag or do something for being a cunt. So I just won't do it. But um, I actually I, I gave up Twitter a, a, a couple of months ago when I saw Tina Arena name, a Tina Arena's name trending, and I just just clicked on it, and then just people saying not nice things, and I thought this is not how I should spend my life. Just you know, no. nice, just reading, but bad comments about nice people, knowing that it also happens to me as well. But I sort of think, no, don't do it. So I just, no one had said, no one said I was the worst singer than Tina Arena. If I had to keep going, I probably would have seen that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I don't do Twitter. I can't. I've set up an account and it says I don't do Twitter. Just so they know I'm there, but I'm not there. (laughs) Uh, I can't. People are so mean on Twitter. It's just so like, People are angry. There's, like a, lot of, well, there's a number of angry people, and most of them appear to be on Twitter, basically. The angry. Yes. 
Yes, it's an angry mob. I prefer TikTok, like they're rude bastards, but at least you're watching funny videos, like you're watching a dog (laughs) fall in a puddle, you know what I mean? (laughs) But Twitter's just nasty, and they all think they're so clever and so cerebral, and oh, watch this shut down. Whereas TikTok, they just write, I don't like you. And then, I mean, you don't read the comments anyway. (laughs) Is it taking the time to write, I don't like you? (laughs) I know. Thanks for taking your time out of your day to let me know. Really appreciate that. But TikTok's a fun. Are you on TikTok? I'm not really. I tr- Through the radio station, the two-day FM, or it can be heard around the country at 6 p.m. on the Hit Network uh, or in the mornings in Sydney, I um, they, tried to, they set up a, t- a TikTok account, but I could not get it garnering interest from the very minor uh, attempts at doing it. My son who's 13, he had a TikTok account. He's still got it, I think. It's just basket. He just clip up little NBA basketball videos and he had like 30,000 followers. And I think one of his cities videos got over a million views. And it was like, what? What's on him? I know, but it's Is like. that Raph? He got bored with it. But, um, you know, so it's possible. It, it to- can go off. Yeah, it can go off really fast and there is a bit of a trick to it as well. My son taught me, my 14-year-old, because I'd started and I was like, oh, oh, and Will got on. He's like, mum, wrong hashtags. You need FYP for you, blah, 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 blah. You need to post then. It only needs to be that long and you need to put bold print at the top. Since I've done that, like I've had like multiple millions of views on several posts and then the average like the worst video is like fifty thousand. it's amazing well, well these kids man i'm really impressed by that but so can you monetize that you know like what is this can you turn that into sales or people turning up to shows or yeah how does that work that's what i'm trying to work out with t- i've just so i've monetized facebook instagram you can't you've got to do it just through individual brands. TikTok, I know, I have to ask my son, but that's that brings me to this. So he wants a job, right? And I'm wondering, do we make him, you know, hit the pavement, hand out CVs and try and work at a pizza shop? Or do I go, hang on, I'm going to get all, you know, modern here and I'll float him with money online to work with nfts and things like that so he can trade online because then he could make some gamble. real you want coin. him to gamble you you you, well, you want him to take yes. some money to take down the casino and so he's here's five hundred dollars and come back with a thousand you know <laughs> kind of <laughs> well i mean I'm why not teach him <laughs> down to the racetrack well, also but also <laughs> It's not gambling. It's like maybe it is. Kind of is. What is it? But if it's, if it's, he's trading stocks. I mean, that's gambling, isn't it? But I, I saw what he did so quickly with my TikTok, and he's he, yeah. Well, I mean, I think get him in charge my... of your TikTok or something, and say, mate, or whatever, in charge your Facebook, and say, make me some money. You know, get him in charge yeah. of your content, not some of it, obviously. Yeah, but... I'm thinking I'll pay him a rate each week to do all of that. But there'll be some videos and things I'll have to say, all right, earmuffs, like post it, but don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> or don't watch. Right. Mind you, he's worse. You should hear the shit he goes on about with his mates online. Of course online. they do. Like, of course they they're, do. They're terrible. corrupt little fuckers. No doubt. <laughs> it's a drivel. 
course, he's <laughs> fourteen. They they know way more than I do. Well, uh, is... that's disturbing in some ways. But you know what? If you can, <laughs> if he can turn that into money for you, I mean, I should get my son to clip up my stand-up video clips of me slagging him off and say, mate, yes, here's twenty minutes of me slagging you off. Maybe I could get. Yes. This is what my dad said about me, and then he can Ooh, post it. That could be a thing, and maybe yeah. he can get all these followers saying that his dad's an arsehole, this is what he said in front of these people. And then I and can then get, follow my, you. I can get my TikTok following out through him slagging yes. me off. Maybe that's... Because you, you, you know you can do combined videos where if you see a video, you can do it split screen and respond to that video and post it on your page. Maybe. And then they can also add to their page. Yeah. So that's how people kind of hijack followings. Is that right, Dave? That's right, isn't it? You sound so old. Oh, shut up! No, <laughs> what? It's co- stitching, cross stitching. No, no, cro- cross. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... crocheting. Well, I should pay someone, <laughs> whether it's your son or Dave there or someone, Ooh. to take over my online presence and and turn me into an In- online star. I walked past a guy yes. the other, in the street the other day and he said, mate, I'm JC. I said, hey, JC. He said, I've got 1.3 million TikTok followers. And I said, good for you. I think I've got 100. Uh, and he's a big star. <laughs> and JC said to me, I'm, I'm not I'm blowing my own trumpet here, but he said to me, I love you. You're the goat. And I said, JC, how do I become you? <laughs> Where you're going to go and pin yourself to a cross and then. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't thought about that, JC. And, this is J-A-Y-C, on TikTok. All right, something. No. Yeah, maybe, he's, maybe he is. Maybe that's his TikTok, Jesus Christ, doing stupid things online. <laughs> Just, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, so, yeah, you are. You're. Everyone knows who you are and everyone loves what you do. So you don't have to worry that much. But... <laughs> What's the point of why do I still worry? I'm an idiot. We all worry. We all want to be. You, There's always what people. What you worry about? I worry about everything, but I shouldn't. I, yeah. I know I shouldn't. But, you know. No, but it's. it. Josh Lawson put it very well. He said, well, this is more about career advancement, is that he said it's basically a high rise building. And, you know, you get to a certain level. Say you get to level 22, you, you're happy for a moment and then you know that there's people on a better level than you and you want to get up there. And that's that's what we do. But you're you're in the penthouse. Oh, so I you really s- do need to stop worrying and do what we're doing. We all should stop worrying. What, worrying's a po- waste of time whether you're, you know, Rupert Murdoch or bloody, you know, the guy walking down the street looking for two bucks off people to get his next packet of cigarettes. It's an absolute waste of time. We're all going to be dead yes. one day. No one gives a fuck. And relax and <laughs> smile and laugh your way through your stupid life. <laughs> Says the most successful comedian who's a multi-millionaire. But that's an attitude got me to getting laughs at all. The first time I got a laugh was on stage when I walked on thinking, I'm, no one gives a fuck, just relax. And I did, and then people laughed. And that, that's the attitude that gets you through life. And you know what? It doesn't matter whether it makes you successful or not because you're relaxed because you don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a great state to be in. Sometimes I achieve it. I always find that opportunities knock when I've shut the door. It's crazy. Yeah, I've got to go and shut all the doors. Forget about opportunities. Don't give doors. a fuck. Stop obsessing about bullshit. Gives <laughs> 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 <Here's> a fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they really don't. Look at my pilot. <laughs> You've got a good amount of views on your fucking pilot. It's all look. It's all right. Just if you're listening, go and watch the Bush Blonde versus the World and get my my views up. Thank you. But also, you know what? It's it's out there in the world, and it might you know it might who knows what can happen in the future. You know, people. I mean, Picasso was unappreciated during his life, wasn't he? You never know when your fucking your genius is going to be. I can't wait. I can't wait to be a superstar when I'm (laughs) cremated out at sea. It'll be great. I'll see my ashes. Yeah, and then young girls will grab them and stick them on them for their own fans account. Copy. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm cracking myself up. Um, Have you ever said a joke that's really hit a bum note on stage? Yeah, absolutely. All the time you say jokes that hit bum notes. So, and but because it's, it's really like, have you ever had one where the blood's drained out of you because you've gone, I've gone too far? Not really. I mean, I, if they don't laugh, you just get sad. And that's about it. But no, I haven't really, like, you know, I'm going to burn in hell because of something I said on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever, like, burned a heckler who's that's made them leave? I burned hecklers, and yeah, and there's, and I just told you guys, shut up. The other night he said that. He goes, oh, you're fucking, the mass thing is shit, you know. I said, whatever, mate, you know. He said he'd rather get run over by a bus than watch that show. What I should have said is I can afford the bus and I'll fucking go buy one now and find you and run you over. <laughs> what he actually, what he said, he said you only do that show for the money. I said, I don't just do it for the money, mate. I do it to be on TV. It's much uh, deeper reason to be <laughs> I do it so I always get offered the best table when I go to restaurants. Not necessarily, oh. but I just do it to, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why I do anything. Who gives a fuck? No one cares about anything. <laughs> Is that your new sign-off during your ridiculous ridiculous show? Because I've noticed when you do stand-up, you've always kind of got your, 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 your wind-up. Like, no, I know that. I, I, I say I'm, you're super pumped. You're the best crowd ever. I, I said that a lot because I couldn't remember the yes, next thing I was yes. meant to say. And I'm thinking, fuck, I've probably said that too many times. But, you know. <laughs> it's better than what I say, which is, oh, fuck, I forgot my joke. Yeah, I don't but say But then that. they usually laugh. Whatever I'm saying, you're but the best that- crowd ever. I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to say next? I know it's funny when you have that moment where you're like, come on. I feel like I'm relying on Xena. You know that ad for Reflex or what, or Xerox or whatever it is, you know, and there's the, the receptionist who's kind of goth doing her nails, just ignoring the phone, ignoring the person who's walked in and says, don't rely on Xena, rely on Xerox. I can't know the ad. I feel like. I mean, it sounds reasonable. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like Wish, isn't it? That's, that's kind of all this again. <laughs> I don't watch it. Anyway, I feel like I've got Xena. Re- Retrieving no, my just, files. We've got to, I've got to get more fucking organised, basically, and I've just got to get more focused and, you know. More? 
How could you do any more? No, I spent you can't most of the day fucking wasting my time, to be honest, thinking I should have I should check the washing machine to see whether there's a load in there. I bet there will be, and I'm meant to fucking put it on the washing machine. I'm put it on the dryer or out the gotta hang it out. It's <laughs> amazing how much of your day washing takes up when you decide you're going to do washing. Oh, it takes no. up your whole day because you're like, I've got to take the dog for I can't because that's going to be done soon. I've got to hang it oh, out. No. And then you wait till it's dry and you hang oh, it out. Then bullshit. you look at your dog to, and then you're like, oh, I've got to pick up the kids. I've got a dryer that is not – well, I've, I've got an apartment in Sydney that I stay in when I'm not with the family and it's fucking – the dryer doesn't work. It's, I don't I can't work out how to use the stupid thing. It's like – I changed the lint thing and it's like, I thought that would solve the problem. I didn't want to do that, but I did that and then still not working. Bullshit. I feel like I should put on tech support for you right now <laughs> to try and work out your trial. <laughs> Don't ask me. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I know how they work. <laughs> I, that's what I, something my husband said once. I said, I worked really hard on that. And he's like, so do washing machines. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, right, so your dryer's fucked. Are you finished, Mars Singer, now? Yeah, yeah, that's all recorded. So I just got to watch that go to air and promote it and, you know, get involved there. It's a good kid show, Mars Singer, by the way. If you've got little kids, they get involved. I had my daughter's, show. daughter's basketball game the other night and uh, my 11-year-old and some 7-year-old came up to me and said, you're on the Mars Singer? And I said, yes. And he said, I like that show. I said, good. He's, I said, it's on again tonight. Go home now and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you should tell him to watch The Bush Blonde versus The World I will tell as well. Him watch that as well. <laughs> <laughs> if we could just convert some of those, I should do a cross stitch. What are they called? A stitch on YouTube. Exactly. Steal some of your muscles. That, that's normally it. what 10 does. Normally they do that. Normally they would, you know. Oh, you can't rely on anyone else to do anything. No one gives a shit about your career. No one cares about mine. No one cares. No, they really don't. And I want a yacht and they're not going to give it to me. Yeah, but they paid for the bloody thing to be produced, didn't they? They did something. They did. They did. Mm -hmm. And then they went and buried it on tin plate. Yeah, but you got the money for that. Yeah, I did. But I underpaid myself because I wanted to make the best product ever. Idiot. Never do that. Charge high. Yeah, charge as much <laughs> as you can, basically. I know. I know. See, I should have called you. I'm like, look. Uh, yeah, but I, I work for free as well sometimes, so, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, any, you are right now. Anything gets you out of the house, basically, <laughs> or in the house, whatever. Just just get through your day. So. <laughs> I know you got to have purpose. You, you do. you got to have purpose. you got to get up and have something to do, which you do all the time. You're, you're probably a bit sick of purpose. Yeah. But, yeah. Got that purpose. Well, let's get you back to the comedy clubs. When are you back in a comedy club doing stand-up in front of an audience? I've got – I'm down in Melbourne uh, in September. I'm trying to think which weekend. And I'm also at the Comedy Store in Sydney doing my solo shows. Great. So, yes, yes. Good. If you're listening, book tickets, come see it live. Yeah. I do all sorts of things, yeah. Get a photo afterwards with everyone and you'll you'll just, you know, you'll – Follow their Instagram pages. You'll like them. You know, you'll, you'll you'll do all you can to make your fans happy. Hey, you should come and open for me so everyone comes to see. Well, that doesn't thing. guarantee everyone's going to come. Don't worry about that. So, but I'll happy uh, to come and open no, for I, you. I, I, I love an audience. So, 
You can want me to open yeah, well, for maybe you. Can... Yeah, in in where, whichever city you're at on the yeah, day. Well, if I'm around, that'd... I'll come along. Absolutely, I'll play. That would be amazing. I love it. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, good. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, great. Uh, what did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted to be a, a sports star, basically. So I wanted to be a hero of some sort, whether it was cricket or Aussie rules or tennis or golf. I wanted to be uh, a worldwide hero. But I thought about comedy from probably the age of 13, and I thought I'd be good at that. So I sort of had that comedy dream as a young teenager. So you know what? It worked out for me to a degree. It really I mean, did. No, I'd like to be more of a hero at comedy. But so, you know, remember, yeah, we're no, never you, happy. You are- <laughs> no, well, you are a hero. You're a hero. Thank you. Um, you're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. And you're a hero of all the guys who, you know, bag a, manage to bag a hot wife and then get better looking with age. You're <laughs> Starting a, you're from a low base, many would say. Right? So... <laughs> you, you, sh- <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's hope for everyone. There's hope. Well, there's life, there's hope. And, you know, when there's not, there's peace, I imagine. So. <laughs> oh, all right. I've got to, I'm going to wrap this up because I know you're a busy man. I'm going to check and the washing machine, out. basically. Yeah, you Walk do. the stupid yeah. dogs who look at me like I'm ruining their fucking lives. <laughs> Sorry, they got me. Because my dog gives me that look as well. Yeah, right. their fucking life. That's funny. Oh, I laughed way too hard at that. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Nikki. Okay. All right. Bye. Oh, I'll hey. see you at my show. See ya. Better go. I'd seriously, I'm going to check the washing machine. I loved it. Bye. I'm obsessed. I'm The podspot.com.au.